Hey everyone, welcome to the Game Gravy Rewind Podcast, and this is a special edition episode. We got Eddie here today with us, as it, well as Dante. It's special because I'm in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's a short bus episode. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, so, Water down the wrong pipe. Right? Uh, he's choking on water. <coughs> we already started off to a great start. Oh yeah, um, wonderful. So, we're going to talk about a few things here, which is funny because we've been talking about a lot of Nintendo stuff recently, um, but this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to talk about the mobile arena for Nintendo because we didn't, we haven't talked about that in any prior podcasts, and we're going to talk about if it's good that Nintendo's delving into the mobile realm, uh, how much games should cost because people are complaining like crazy because they're freemium games, uh, what the games are and all that stuff. Then we'll move on to Zelda, dive in more depth. Uh, last week's episode, we actually talked a little bit about it, but in this episode, we're going to talk about like how far we are, tricks and hidden things, uh, just things that you know stood out to us, uh, different controls, uh, weapons and strategies. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about the question. The last thing is hater to question mark. Eddie was hating on the system, and he got like seven hours of gameplay in there. We're going to see how he feels about it now. So let's start off with the mobile arena, Eddie. Okay. Let's well, kick it uh, off. No, I, uh, I, I recently you know, did the thing where you know, I wasn't, uh, I'm not dead set on buying a Switch, obviously, but just in case, I wanted to make sure that all my, all my stuff from my like, Wii U account and everything, my Nintendo Network ID carried over, so I got everything set up. And so mm-hmm. I figured, you know, what the hell, I'll, uh, I'll download a... You know, Mitomo and 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 Fire Emblem and stuff to my to my my mobile phone. It'll, you know, give them a shot. Mario Run's not out yet for Android devices for some reason. But um, yeah, that's kind of weird. I I thought that'd be out by now. Yeah, not sure what the delay is, but uh, I wanted to give it. I wanted to give it an honest try. And um, so once I got everything going, I'm like, it. Why am I? I got I got almost an hour around. Man, probably about yeah, like an hour messing around with it. It's like, how am I not needing to spend money yet? You know, it's, it's it's set up as your standard mobile like you know freemium uh, title, but you know it's I was having a lot of fun with it, and I didn't really need to spend that much money on it. And so yeah. it's like, and 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 it, it appears that Nintendo spent a fair amount of time developing this game, like you know, and then they're giving it to you for free because obviously it's the freemium model, as opposed to like the Super Mario Run, you know, nine ninety nine, you know, cost of entry. But except that you know that's a a Nintendo developed game, and people are angry that they got to pay for it. It's like that. You know, because like, you know, mobile games have have evolved to the point where they have actual like steep development cycles, mm-hmm. and it's like to uh, you know, and if it's not based on a freemium model, they just want to sell you the game in one purchase. Wouldn't not that only be that, preferable? but yeah, it, I, I think so. I mean, not only that, but. Th- the development they have to keep on it because the iOS and Android OSs update constantly, like every few months. They have like little pushes and pulls and different things that they do to the system every once in a while. So they have to make sure they're completely cl- uh, compliant, like constantly. So it takes a bunch of effort. Um, sure, there's, there's maintenance, yeah. Yeah, maintenance. I mean, Super Mario Run for me was really fun. Like that game is so polished. I was surpri- I was actually surprised at how polished that was. Um, Mike, did, had, and you bought it? I bought it. I had no problem spending ten bucks on it. You weren't mad. I wanted to, huh? You weren't mad about it? No, I was excited because I had so much content to play through. Oh, that's that was weird. Really you're, not, you're not like the rest of the internet, then. That's weird. 
No, I yeah, I mean, I don't know why people were, like, really mad that, I mean, it's a full game. Like, there's tons of levels, there's, like, three different modes of gameplay where you can try out rush against your friends, and the bosses are really cool, and you can play it through the levels, like, I think three or four times to collect extra hidden coins in different spots. Like, the replay value is unreal. So, like, $10, totally worth it in my book. Uh, yeah, to me, if it's something I'm, and, you know, they let you... What I liked about it is they let you try it. They they yeah. let you they give you three levels for free, and then yeah. hey, if you like this game, then try it. You know, then, I was like, then, I want more. The option to buy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want more. This is fun. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like for like a week, I played those three levels like nonstop. Like I, I kept getting the extra coins, and and to the point where I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna buy this because this is fun. I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So, I mean. What do you think mobile games like this should cost? Do you think it should be a freemium model where it's like Fire Emblem Heroes, where it's no? Like I, th I think I think there's room for both to exist. Um, I actually I I I like Mario Run's price point. Um, mm -hmm. I like how they did it. The, the even the little three level demo, I, I I didn't mind it at all. But I also think that the freemium arena is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Um, but as long as as long as a developer can can. Uh, hone it to where it's not a pay-to-win type thing because that's that's what makes me throw away a game very quickly. You know yeah. when you when you pay a bunch of extra money and you get all the stuff and when there's a you know PvP component and the guy people who pay the most money win. I don't want to play that. Yeah, no, I I agree. When people have unfair advantages because they paid like twenty bucks for a whole bunch of extra stuff, and then yeah. you're like, well, I'm playing it for free. You know, I don't want to actually money for this can you know i i feel like if they make the game free right you should be able to earn the proper amount of coins and money or whatever it is to continue to purchase um i i don't think that they should limit you and gate the content you know what i mean so you're like well i'm not going to be well, able to get to level two or three unless i pay like two dollars or 199 because i need that specific item to to advance like that's crap i well, think that's yeah garbage. and you're right you're absolutely right but here's where it's a double-edged sword though the people that do want to pay money and support the game and its development and, and constant maintenance for some of these like mm -hmm. you have to give them something but you can't let it well, break yeah. the game so exactly. i mean like therein lies the conundrum for these developers it's like we need well we want to get paid for this we have a team of like 17 people who work on this full time every day because of like you know it's a it's a pvp type game or there's you know there's servers and maintenance and and game balancing needs to be done so it's like they need to be paid so i mean like the game still needs to that. you know get revenue like, like if they got like extra like different fancy outfits for instance or like a experience booster like that's timed or something like that like for two hours they get like plus 30 percent extra xp i don't care they're paying for it right it yeah. doesn't break the game the gap the content's not gated right but it's 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 helping them out still it's helping them develop like <clears throat> as long as like as i read like for instance final fantasy the mobile game like mobius or whatever uh yeah. some of that stuff is feels gated like you can't actually get to pass certain things unless you're buying a bunch of reviver a bunch of different potions and stuff like that and people are buying these these packs and then they're like not getting what they want and they're spending tons of money and they're like crap this is such a waste of money and a waste of time and like it's just interesting that the way they made that game it's like dependent upon purchasing things if you don't purchase stuff you're not going to get far in the game and you're not well, you're not gonna. It's like South Park. You're not gonna have a good time. Yeah. You're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> gonna have a bad time. <laughs> but see, so, like, I, I didn't have that experience with Fire Emblem. It seems like it's 
it's well fluid. Put, yeah, yeah. I have I have twenty characters already. I've only spent like two dollars on that game for the past. And that like, was your month. choice. You didn't need to spend. No, that, that was my choice. Right? I didn't need to spend that. The game gives you enough orbs to get new characters at a normal rate. Uh, Sweet. like it gives you like I have I have an overabundance of like hero feathers and all kinds of other stuff that like I just I haven't even used yet shards for stuff that I'm mm. not even I'm not even that far in the game where I would need to use all this stuff yet I'm just I'm grinding my guys and I'm getting up get, getting them up in level and and I'm just I'm still having fun with it Dante are you are you playing any uh, any of these mobile games from Nintendo uh, just to get back to that Eddie said he was grinding his guys that's pretty cool <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah from a gaming perspective. People that are listening to this understand grinding means just playing over and over and over again. So. Or the uh, other thing that Dante meant. Right? <laughs> yeah, or the other thing that Dante meant. Yeah, I, uh, Which, hey, if that's your thing, go for it. But, uh, you know. Man, I, I really just I disdain uh, most mobile games. Uh, it's just not something I've ever been into. Other but than, have you, you tried know, like, these uh, two games? You know, like Cut the Rope or, or um, Angry Birds, things like that. Like those just basic... Mo- uh, mean mobile garbage. Mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> He used but, to love, right. dude. He used to love uh, Snake on his Nokia thirty three ninety. You Jeez, damn right I did. Yeah, you buddy. damn right I did. <clears throat> that was a fun game, but <laughs> but so you haven't tried Super Mario Run or Fire Emblem? I have not played Super Mario Run yet. Uh, I I did try a little bit of Fire Emblem and really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. At uh, at Eddie's request, I downloaded it, tried it out, enjoyed it. Uh, it's okay. not something I play a lot, mostly because I'm on my phone a lot for work, and I prefer not to be uh, playing a game on it. That makes sense. Sure, sure. I installed the the game on my work phone because it ran on it. It didn't work on my personal phone because I have an iPhone 6, and it was just full of memory. (laughs) No matter what I do, I can't get anything to run on that thing anymore. So, Yeah, that's a different story. (laughs) I think we're getting to the point where the predatory mobile, mobile games are a little more... They're just more. They're they're they've been, they've had a light shown on them, so uh, people are. I hope people are a little smarter about how they spend their money and what they buy with these things, so they're not just dumping a ton of money into you know Clash of Clans and things like that. Yeah, I mean, but, I hope. I, I mean, I, I hate. Not I hate. I love South Park, but I hate keep bringing it up as a reference because I live my life through South Park. The Book of right? South Park. But yeah, right. So, but like the Canada episode where you know the the devil makes that a- that the application where it's like get the Canada, you know, and Stan gets freaking addicted to it and spending all that money. I I mean I've met a couple of people that have done that by accident because it's so accessible. It's tied to your your mobile purchases and it's so easy to buy something without even realizing that you're spending real money. Oh yeah, sure, well, you know? and plus all the th- all the things you have to collect and and these, a lot of these are a lot of them are a study in like human psychology. It's like absolutely yeah, but you could have this character and this character and this character and you can only get these in the premium packs, but we'll give them to you today for the special price of sixty dollars. Like yeah. what? Oh, well, yeah, I gotta they, have that. They also attach into the you know your, your notifications for your phone. Which yep. activate your dopamine levels, which makes you happy. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's a true. Real thing. Oh I mean, yeah, it's, a it's definitely a real thing. Absolutely, it's absolutely a legitimate. Thing. The so. devil talks all about it in South Park and explains yeah, the physiology absolutely. and psychology between. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it is incredible. So I mean, uh-huh. like that's that's a, where the predatory <laughs> thing kind of comes into it. But uh, no, I agree. But I don't feel like Nintendo's doing that. I feel like yeah. they're entering the arena and they're treading responsibly. Yeah, you even know? without. Even without like that type of price structure and things like that, and I think games should cost money. Period. Like the well, yeah, it's a product, a finished product, yeah. right? If you want a piece of garbage, like you know, 
Angry Birds or something like that. And, but don't, it's fun, whatever. But like, you if you want like the cool one, like the Star Wars Angry Birds or whatever, that's a legit finished game and it's cool and you pay for it, whatever. But like, it, don't expect like an amazing game to be free, you know? Yeah, you get what you ad, pay for. If it's ad supported, if it's uh, microtransaction supported. Uh, whether it's a fee up front, I'd probably be more apt to buy games if it was if I could just give you five dollars or give you ten dollars, and yeah. then that's it. Yeah. As opposed I, I to, agree. You know the the milking or uh, you know, <laughs> some milking, just, you know, just, like trying <laughs> to nickel and dime you. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I hate being nickel and dimed by by companies. It's just well, at least that's what that's off. what that's what I like about Nintendo's approach is that like because they were nervous enough about going mobile, they didn't want to do it, and their shareholders have been pushing them to do it for quite a quite a number of years now, I guess. Yeah, um, it's profitable. But, uh, <laughs> but these are their franchises that they're very careful with, you know, except for like Other M and like Star Fox Zero. But they're very careful with their franchises when they do make a Metroid <laughs> game. Yeah. Right. When they Gosh. do make a Star Fox game. <laughs> exactly. Um, All right, well, but they I were but they were careful about it. To give them props too, like you said, I, I think they picked two wonderful games to to bring out in this way. Like Star Fire Emblem, a perfect yeah turn based strategy RPG to play on a phone. Yeah, but and they turned Mario it into a perfect bite size. You know, like like I could definitely just turn it off, put it in my pocket because the battles are short. They're super short. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and so they've the scaled them with Mario. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Um, if there is a game that you could see applying being put on mobile by Nintendo, what game would you like to see? If, if anything, like what IP would you like to see next, possibly being put on on mobile devices? Uh, I think Mario be, Kart screams. Scream Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Mario Kart. You think the phone can amazing. handle it? Um, I'm sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's I've plenty of driving games that use the accelerometer in a phone to to do your steering and stuff. I, I don't see why it wouldn't. I want them to make a Star Fox game because no matter what they put out, it'll be better than Zero. That's true. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get some salt on that. No, nah, that's that's very true. <laughs> Mar- like Mario Golf, uh, Mario Ooh. Party. Gosh, Mario that Party. would be awesome. I, I, You know what? I was going to actually say that. Mario Party and uh, would be perfect for mobile. It's a board game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and if you it, could play with your friends. Yeah, make it multiplayer. Like, yeah, right. If you could, if they have the app, and I mean, not even real time though. Like, let's say your friend's busy or whatever, and you, it's your turn, and you send it, boom, oh. and your friend gets notification, boom. Oh, your your friend just went, and they they get to it, boom, send it back. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, think how much uh, words with friends set the world on fire for for a while. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, such a good. So I'm let excited, it let it be heard here now today that occasionally Mike has a solid idea, like a real good one. Just mark it down. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. I'm <laughs> proud of you, man. Thanks. Um, okay, so I think we tackled the uh, the mobile arena for Nintendo. Let's move on to the fun stuff yeah, for mobile. Zelda. Uh, and we can all take different turns and talk about how far we got uh, and uh, any tricks or hidden things or crazy things we've seen. How about that? Okay. Who wants to go first? Yeah, gentlemen, you guys actually own the game. Sure, <laughs> Mike. I'll let you you're, go. Uh, you're the furthest into it. Right. Okay, so uh, like I mentioned last week, uh, I am 18 temples deep at the moment, or shrines deep at the moment. It's a lot of shrines. I was just crazy exploring. Uh, I did what I normally do in MMOs, and I just wander. 
and just explore random places and then go off the beaten path and I didn't mean to but like uh, I got one of the actual real temples done which is like the animals from the different kingdoms you have to soothe it from within it's the animal machines which is considered an actual legit temple um, and I've got four four towers unlocked so a large portion of all the maps and a few stables done I think I think the coolest thing I've seen so far was that I was trying to get to Hatano Village, which is the second village in the game, right? And apparently there's a super easy way to go there. Follow the freaking road, right? But no! Mike goes through the mountains, over the, through the oceans, to the back way around the mountain, through <laughs> through the, uh, the snowy fields where I needed all the chili peppers, Right, and then jumped off a cliff in Black Ops helicopter to right down into the valley by the lake where the horses are. I, I did it the most complicated way you could possibly do it. Nice. And Anthony goes, "Why didn't you just take the road?" And I'm like, "Wow, I, th I guess where I was exploring at, there was no easy way to get back to the road or find the road." So I just was like, you know what? This is open world game. You can just make your way through it, right, and explore. Yeah, the road is for people who want to play Ocarina. <laughs> I'm exactly. Playing, I'm playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Pretty much. So, like, in the process, but in the process of that, I wound up near the ocean, and I was like, "Wow, it looks like you could blow up that rock over there." And I blew up the rock, and then all of a sudden, a gust of wind comes flushing through, and I'm like, "Sweet!" And I realized this is a puzzle. So I spent like an hour and a half in that area trying to find all the rocks you could blow up, and then I found a hidden shrine and. I found, I uh, climbed up, a, I was like looking at this cliff, and I'm like, looks like I could climb up here. Look, I hear noises up there. I think there's people up there. Sure enough, there were monster levels that were way above my fighting skills at that point, because this is like super early in the game, right? I haven't even made it to the second village yet. So what I did was, being sneaky me, I climbed to the right of the mountain where the treasure chests were, got up on top, and there were 300 rupees in each treasure chest. So I got 600 rupees right off the bat. And then I paraglided onto this little island and started messing around with all the flowers. Found a little doodad, a kokro, whatever doodad. Got a golden poop from him. Uh huh. Mm, <laughs> I mm. think that's what they're called. Delicious. Co the kokro seeds, whatever. Yeah. And then I found a hidden treasure chest on that little island that had a hundred rupees in it. So right there, I got seven hundred rupees in the beginning of the game, and I'm like, yes, I can buy stuff and save it and do whatever I want. And then I made my way to the village and bought some cool clothes and. But, like, so I got rewarded for, you know, exploring going off the beaten path. And I think that's this game is awesome because it rewards you for exploring and being a true RPG player. Um, I got wrecked a few times going the wrong way by running into monsters like that would shatter you with freeze spells or electrocute you like nobody's business. Like, one hit kills to me. And I'm like, yeah, I can't go that way yet. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, controls, uh, I love the controls, I, I think they're fine, but the one thing that frustrated me at first when I started playing is the jump buttons, the top button, right? And yeah, I was expecting yeah, the run, one. right? And the run button's the bottom button, and I I think if they were, like, if the run button was on the right, the jump button was on the bottom, and, you know, I think that would have been a little better, but I'm getting used to it. Um, that's not bugging me right now, I'm, I'm fine with it. That's uh, That centaur thing with the, with the bolt arrows... I got killed so many times trying yeah. to run from him and then and then hit and then pressing in the stick because yes. for some reason crouching yes that happens to me too yeah that's and it's just I I had a hard time adjusting to get, getting 
getting acquainted with the control setup. Like I was why? just I had a really hard time I, with it. I can I can tell you why. Destiny. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, pretty much anything Activision makes that kind of ruined me on that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of major games now with the you know clicking in the left stick is the sprint. Because yeah. it just and, it feels more natural because it's your movement. You know. Yes. Yeah, that screwed me up in certain puzzles and fighting and stuff like that, like holding down the left uh, the left button to lock on the enemy and then hitting the button to jump around and stuff like that. There's no rolling dash and stuff. That kind of messed me up, but I got used to it. There are occasionally some times where um, I will use the left trigger, the left button instead of left trigger to lock on, and I'm trying to do a special power or rune power, and I'm like, crap. And I start jumping the wrong way, and I'm just like, gosh darn it. And then yeah. I get back into it, and I, I do it well, but... It's frustrating. The I took that light in or whatever guy head on a few times, and I'm like, nope. I'm just gonna collect the arrows and GTFO yeah, because yeah. I well, do see, not like, want to fight well, this guy. Well, I mean, because right like now. the first time I tried taking him, um, I, uh, I, I I was I was I, I tried to sneak up on him from on top of that the, the the tallest rock by the cliff. And yeah, I I, I did I that too. I got down, and then obviously he saw me. So then I start hitting him, and then you can mount him. Yeah, there's an option to mount him. So I'm thinking, like, what do I got to do? Do I got to get on top of him and then start soothing him like a horse? I was like, shh, it's okay. No, no, no. So I'm like, start stabbing him. Yeah, but I mean, like, (laughs) why would it even have the option to mount? It's like, well, because it's it's open world. You can do whatever you want. If you think that's a smart thing to do, then you go right ahead and get on him. (laughs) Yeah. So the whole uh, result of that, the consequence is. Oh yeah, that didn't not, work out. <laughs> no, it does not work out well. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure I could have taken him. I had enough high level gear where I could have, but I didn't want to waste it and break it on oh, him. Oh no, he has it. so much health, man, and yeah. he does so much damage just by hitting you once. I wanted to save all that gear for like the uh, the master fighting shrine that I unlocked. So yeah. I haven't gone gone to that one to finish it yet. So so yeah, um, yeah, that was the the main things uh how, what about you dante what are some fun or hidden weird things that you've seen um i think the the uh without getting in the story uh, like story stuff or any of that um mm-hmm. like the the blood moon oh, scenario yeah, really but, cool. oh yeah that's interesting yeah that's weird right and i had no idea that that was coming until you know until that happened i'm like what the hell yeah that's i didn't amazing. either it looked um, i was like i was at a shrine i was looking up i'm like what the hell is that the moon yeah. is red and then it, the, the thing kicked in. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, there, you know a trick for that, right? No. So, during Blood Moon times, when that... that, that oh, and whenever Blood Moon happens, um, pretty much what happens is all the bad guys respawn. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And um, they're all out. Uh, the cool thing is, if you cook during a Blood Moon, you get extra bonuses and perks added to your food when you cook during the, uh, the Blood Moon. Huh. So, That's ridiculous. Just something to know. This, if game, you ever buy this game is absurd. <laughs> right? It's just so good. It's so, it's much, so much depth to it. Yeah, there's like, so much so much down the rabbit hole. Um, I, I don't know I'll ever get even half of it. Um, apparently, also, I found out in Hateno Village, if you talk to the builders in the back, you could buy your own house with a horse stable there. Okay. That'd be cool. Yeah talk to the builders they're trying to knock it down because someone some girl owned the home i'm like does zelda own this home because I, I don't know it was like some girl owned the home disip- she went off and disappeared and never came back so i'm like i don't know it could have been anybody but if you talk to the builder in the back uh and says you tell him don't knock it down i want to buy it 
he goes, alright, I'll sell it to you for 50,000 rupees. And you're like, uh, that's ridiculous. And you're like, no. And he's like, alright, give me 30 pieces of wood, and I'll sell it to you for 3,000 rupees. So that's a quest. So make sure you talk to him. It's behind the model homes over the bridge in Hatano Village. And that's sweet. Oh my god. If you can buy a house, store items, right? And stable your horses there, that's going to be <coughs> sweet. Yeah, that'd be that really adds cool. A, that like that adds a whole other depth, right, to the game. Oh, yeah. Um, the, there's so many little like little moments. I have not... I, I don't know what centaur guy you guys are talking about. That's over in Zaro. But before, uh, before, the, before the Zora Temple... I yeah. haven't, I haven't even hit that. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. It's in the Zora womp city, womp. but it's a quest chain that you have to do before you get to the um, the elephant god thing. Gotcha. Elephant god yeah, I, yeah, I'm uh, I'm, on, I'm probably on the other end of the map than where you guys are. Yeah, no, you can go wherever you want. Like, I just, I happen to unlock the tower in that area, and at the top of the tower, one of the uh, Zora fishy guys was up there. And it engaged that whole scene, and I just followed with it, and it led me to their their town. Um, I did, if you go to Hatano Village, again, it all circles around that town, right? Go into the inn and go upstairs or go in that area. There's a guy sitting on over there that's a traveler, and he talks about how to get to Goron City and uh, the Zora City. So, I'm going to Goron next. So, yeah, that should be fun. That's in the desert. And there is recipe, I think, for heat resistance in the sun. Okay. So I, I gotta hunt down that. So make sure if you go out that way, though, look for... But the thing is, I think one of the recipes is like... One of the items is like bass or fish. You get that from the Zora area in the rivers over there. You can, like, catch fish and stuff. Wait, you fish. can catch fish in water? <laughs> well, I mean, oh it's God. really hard to do in the stream, but you need... The, you, you need... <laughs> right? You need the uh, armor and stuff to be able to swim fast up the streams, and if you you do, you can catch fish. That Zora, ar that Zora armor looks pretty badass, though. It is dope. Oh, I forgot to mention one other quick thing: the fairies. You can unlock the fairies to enchant your armor. Oh no, I didn't. I don't see know any if you that. guys noticed that. Have you Did found that, Dante? Me. No, I have not. Okay, that's in the. I always say it wrong. I suck at Zelda names and saying them correctly. If everybody's listening, shaking their heads. Um, the Kokrio Village. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you go up to the shrine, and then in the village, and then walk up the path more and stay to the left, you'll see like a budded, huge budded plant that's like closed. And if you're like walk up to it, you, you can hear the story of the fairy inside, and then she'll ask for a hundred rupees. Give her the hundred rupees. It's worth it. <laughs> because yeah, it always I, is. <laughs> right? Tell you, it's worth it. No, I mean, it's they. that's how the fairies lived, is from rupees. People donating it as they walk by. That's how they got their powers. And apparently no one's done that in years and ages. So once you give her the money, she opens up and all the powers back, and she'll offer to enchant any armor that you have or any piece of clothing that you have. And if you have, like, skulls or bones or uh, pretty much any part, she uses those to enchant your um your gear and it boosts it pretty pretty decently That's like pretty one cool. or two armor levels yeah and if you find all her friends they do extra uh bonuses and stuff and different stats and stuff so it's pretty cool yeah it's one of those games that i don't like i, I want to play it without a guide and without any kind of oh, hints yeah. and things like that but it just seems like there's so there's there's it's so dense and there's so much to do 
I'll probably never play it again. You know, like I'll, I'll probably never play this game twice. Oh sure, it's not, it's an experience to be had, and not I don't think replayed, but <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that it's fun to talk to other people playing it about where they're at and how they got there because everybody's doing it differently. Oh yeah, that's that's been my that's experience a good point, too. Yeah. Is, uh, everybody, you know, I found I found a shrine uh, in the middle of in the, you know in the middle of a of one of the rivers, one of the bodies of water, mm-hmm. and one of my buddies that was playing it was like, "Where the hell is that?" <laughs> and you know, yeah. explain, explain it to him, and he went and got it, and and all. But it's just, I I really, yeah. it, it really does need to be said like how how incredible the game is and how how well Nintendo did it how. The elements that they brought together to make this game, Nintendo deserves every accolade that they're going to get. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. You can tell it's polished and they took their time with this one because it's just it's so dynamic. Like the one thing we're going to talk about too is the weapons and the strategy behind the weapons. Because when you you get a weapon, you're you're used to just keeping it permanently. Sure. But these weapons are they can break. Yeah, and that was that was one of my major problems with let's, it. Cause let's get into that. Like your yeah. how how you've adjusted. Oh, um, okay, well, basically, uh, you know, l- last night was my first time trying it, and uh, I got, uh, I maybe got about six hours of, you know, sit down, hands on, and I, I started a, a new game, and then I, I went to, you know, my, to where my buddy was, and I got to mess around with his, so that's why I, I did the, the boss right before the Zora temple and stuff, and or to get into the temple, and mm-hmm. um, did a, a shrine or two, and so I'm, you know, and I'm messing around and stuff, and I'm I'm learning about the the different mechanics and and uh, you know the <clears throat> and there was a lot of stuff there was a lot of stuff I liked. You know, and I went into it with my normal like cynical like oh Jesus, and, you know it was, it's gonna be just you know a newer Skyward Sword, sweet, cool. I'm like, why does Link have an iPad five? <laughs> and it, so I mean, like it's just from there, I, like there's a lot of interesting design choices, and I was I was just all you know I was all meh about it. You know, not naming names, but. You know. But uh, when I got, I th- I think I was I was, I was, I spent you know like like you guys I spent a fair amount of time just kind of running around going wee and, <laughs> and then uh, I I found I found a bunch of horses. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, I I I I think I think finally being able to sneak up on a horse and 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 tame it and like feed it and stuff and then find a stable for it. Yeah. And. Dude, I, I, I fell in love with it immediately. Immediately after, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm literally talking to the horse. My buddy's laughing at me. He's like, I'm just like, she's starting to veer off, and I gotta like, you know, pet her again. And like, I'm <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. I'm like, it's okay, honey. It's okay. It's okay. I'm like, I'm talking to her and shit. Like, no, 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 no. I'm back on the road. Back on the road. It's okay. It's alright. It sucks I'll, you in. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you an apple when we get there. It's okay. And uh, <laughs> right. I, I was doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. And um. So I mean, like there were there were things that were just absolutely, um, or uh, you know, wildly breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, terrible puns. Uh, but uh, you know, like the the weapons thing, I really I really like it. I like the whole idea. I like everything about it. But when mm-hmm. you get a really badass sword, you get like a a a, a long sword that does like twenty two damage by the Zora Temple, yep. and it's a bad looking bastard. And mm-hmm. I probably got about. 12 hits out of it and then it broke yeah. and I was like yep. well I mean like I couldn't just you said there were blacksmiths I didn't I didn't run across anything anyone that could fix weapons I don't know there, if that's a thing there, it's 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 in the Zora um, 
uh, city. So, and it's only for like the trident, and there's one other weapon that it works for. But it's okay, for like so, the champion weapons. Higher, higher of that. tier weapons. Okay. Well, that's yeah, not something once, I ran into yet. Yeah, you'll, I'm not going to tell you how or where, but you will yeah. eventually acquire one of those in that area from doing plenty of the quests. Okay. And the guy that's a jerk to you when you get there, uh, that you steal the electric uh, arrows from, he's the guy that works in the shop. And when you talk to him, he'll, he'll tell you, he's like, if you have one of these things, you know, I'll fix it for you. Just don't break it. If it gets damaged, I'll fix it for you. That's so, cool. That's real cool. Yeah. Um, however, however uh, I'm... See, one thing I'm curious about, though, is, like, if the, the different the different tiers of weapons, like, I wonder if it matters, like, what you're hitting. See, for yeah, example, like, if I... Because if, if I use stasis on a boulder, and I give it three good whacks, that's probably the same as being in combat with it against, like, seven or twelve enemies or something. Mm, maybe. It yeah, might I don't be know. Hitting damage a shield, like, if hitting something that's, that's metal or something that's uh, shielded, I'm sure that does... That more damage than hitting soft rate. tissue. Yes, so okay. b doing tons of shrines, I've gotten to the area where it's starting to get super advanced, right? And you're using stasis a lot more. Well, uh, the, the game actually doesn't work like that. Uh, what's cool about the shrines is because you don't know what you're walking into. It could just exactly. be a puzzle. It could just be a boss. It could be a puny boss. Or it could be one that's like, well, I'm nowhere near ready to fight this guy. But you don't know. It's the exploration. It's the well, yeah. you know just walking in and seeing what you get. You know. Well, the the random thing in this one I did recently was all about this whole this whole shrine was all about the use of stasis, and and doing it properly. And that one was the toughest one I have done in here, because um, besides the the advanced combat one, <clears throat> only because uh, my weapons kept breaking. Yeah, I had to go plan properly. Like it gave you a couple hammers, and then you you could get uh, you can bring in other stuff. But I, I you know I broke my boomerang. I broke a couple hammers and I broke a couple axes and I'm just like wow I eventually finished it and I was very happy but I was like it, it took a good beating like in the stasis of these these uh, metallic balls I probably an axe lasted I would say six, 24 hits uh, and then a hammer lasted about like 15 to 20 uh, but the swords the tiny swords no don't use tiny swords on stasis See, items okay, because yeah, it took like that, three or that, four minutes. Then that implies they have a whole they have a whole system in place for based they on do. weights of the weapons versus the object you're hitting. That's Absolutely. really that's really in depth. It's really in depth. Yeah. So this, anything that you can break stone with, use those when you're hitting with stasis items, uh, or any heavier, longer items like you know that are that are just heavy, like heavy axes and stuff. They'll last longer, and you know it'll work. So uh, smaller ones will just break after a few hits. And cool. my own experience. Cool. I, so, that's what I like about this. We're sharing our different experiences and stuff and learning and, you know, being able to apply it back to the game. Yeah. So, um, anyway, where's uh, where's the overworld music? Where is it? The what? Where, where's, where's the overworld music? I don't know what you mean. Yeah, there's because it, it's the quietest Zelda game I've ever played. Oh, um, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you mean general music and itself? Yeah, it's, it's got quietest. a lot of ambient sounds. Yeah, it, yeah. It, a lot of that, a lot of that. <coughs> um, however, you know, I, it was easily remedied by um, my buddy put a, a cell phone with a Zelda playlist and a, and a and hooked it up to his digital amp, and it synced up with the game amazingly. 
Oh, I'm sure it would. It was, I have one. I have one of those right behind yeah, mine too. It was, it was almost uncanny when like the music would change when we get into combat or you know go talk to people in towns and stuff. It's it, it, the the Kokiri Village like from mm-hmm. like Ocarina started playing when we started talking to people in the town and it was weird, very weird. Um, but yeah, funny. it's uh, it, what oddly quiet. I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, it's. It's. A, I mean, it plays music. Like, I. I think it changes. It does. Like tone. It does. Uh, you know. Uh, I mean, it plays, not dram- it plays dramatically. A, it plays a when you're riding a horse. It plays a constant cell phone ringtone. Um. Well, you're they're talking about the uh, the signal, the uh, your Sheikah Slate's single. Sheikah Slate, uh, five SE. Well, no, it's like the detection. You can turn that off in the menu. That's what it's, that is. That's not. That's not just a like a like a. They're trying to just make some sort no. of like horse clippity clop music. N- no, 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 no. Um, okay. If, if you if you like actually go into your menu and like the beat, you're talking about the beeping, right? It's not a beeping. It's it, it's like bells or something. I I don't know. It's oh, like, are you talking about like the the gear clanking together? Uh, no, like it's not the gear. Clank. It, it, anyway, it do, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, well, there's a beeping sound. You can turn that off because it's always constantly searching for either uh, a, a shrine or you can take photos of things and then set the GPS to try to find those things that you took photo of, like radishes or crickets or whatever yeah. that you're looking for. Well, one thing that uh, I, I enjoy that um, you know you guys were talking about earlier is that like you can accidentally run into anything. And like yeah. before, before I moved over to my buddy's save file, so I could I could play where he's at just to get an idea of what the game's actually. So like I'm I'm still running around, you know, no orbs, so three hearts and base stamina, and I'm <laughs> I'm running around. and He goes, "How the hell did you even get here? That's a guardian. Turn around, turn around." Oh gosh, you <laughs> ran into a guardian. Yeah, and he goes, to, <laughs> yeah, you know, you need to go the other way. And I was like, um, okay. And I was like, but that's a big looking dude. He goes, yeah, yeah, don't fight that. <laughs> yeah, so, you'll die. <laughs> I, so it's. Well, I got some weapons. He goes, you got three bone arms and an axe. He goes, like, you're not going to fight him. Like, okay, fine. Um, but, like, yeah, so, I mean, like, the... It does feel incredibly open. Like, they, they've done a, they've done a great job of doing that. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like, um, I don't know if... See, it's not that I, I have a problem with the system, but, for example, when I got the horse, it took me probably what 25 minutes it took me a better part of 25 minutes to find a, a stable so i wouldn't lose the horse uh i didn't even know stables existed because i didn't go that way anthony told me where it was and how to get there and then i was like that's awesome but there are like lots of stables scattered out through the land i've already found three so they're 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 around and they'll help you know what i mean find find your horse and stuff like that so I don't know. At first, yeah, I was like, "This is." I just was like abandoning horses left and right, you know. Like, yeah. And I and I when I found out about that, I was like, "Awesome! That's so cool." Yeah. It's thanks like, for the ride, time. honey. I'll see you later. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, well, we're running we're running low on time here, so I want to jump to the last question, right? Okay. So, hater to question mark. You, you're hating on the Wii, or not the Wii? Gosh, wow. <laughs> you're hating on the Switch. Hard, you know, pretty hard. You you got about like seven or eight hours on it. How do you feel now? Um, you know, my, my initial positions haven't completely changed. Uh, but, however, after uh, actually sitting down with the system, I actually pulled Zelda. He, the friend of mine let me pull Zelda out on tablet mode. We got to mess around with it for a few minutes. 
Uh, mm-hmm. I think the easiest way to control that system is tablet mode. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, that controller. The, the. It feels like you're holding a tiny little cheeseburger with tiny little buttons. Um, I, I, I haven't had any issues playing it. And f- I got a lot of time. Into well, you probably got tiny little little girl hands or something. I don't know. No, I uh, don't. But, uh, but like, <laughs> I didn't. It, I think. I think I'd be fine with it if I had uh, if a, a pro controller. Okay, that's um, a fair assessment. So. I, like I said, the system the system itself. Um, I've never. I've my my stance on on Nintendo and why I want them to have uh, a, a console with uh, graphical parity to its competitors is because that's how you really bring the 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 real third parties back. That's how that's how you do that. But you know the thing is, it's like Nintendo's never really needed to be on top for their first party games because I don't need Zelda or. Metroid or anything to look like Grand Theft Auto Five. I don't need to sure. see bumps on somebody's nose. That's not that's not what Nintendo games are about. So I'm less I'm less concerned with with that. I'm just more concerned about their now now that they have they have Zelda and, and I know I, I I know a couple of people who are going to play this game three or four times because they're they're just there's so much to do in that game. Although I mean even though it seems incredibly daunting to have to go through all of that again. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a good it's a good good launch title. Um, so are you are you interested in like pretty much the point of the question is you didn't you had zero interest in it before. Do you have interest in? I it never now, I never said I had it. zero interest in it. I was I wanted well, to, I wanted to be interested it. in it, but they right? didn't they weren't giving me what the online stuff. I mean, I just I had huge problems with. I I was always interested in it. I just wanted to see see more for it. So the next the next title that people are excited about that's not a port of something that's already out or uh, a, a re-release with just a couple additions from a Wii U game is Mario and that's not till yeah. October so I mean like if someone finishes or Zelda Xenoblade next week Blade or Fire Emblem the year after <laughs> yeah the year after Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, well, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad they announced like a, like a legit Fire Emblem game because I'm sure there was, there must have been some kind of backlash when they announced a Fire Emblem game. Yeah, but it's Fire Emblem Warriors. Koei, can you stop making those now? <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, you know, that's. So I mean, like, they're they're spread few and far between, and it, usually they're they are they're quality games, they're great games, but you know they don't have. The, they don't have a, a whole bunch of development houses, or at least it doesn't seem to me that they do. You mean um, third party? I think there's plenty of third parties that are going to be coming. That's that's not what I mean. I mean quality first party Nintendo titles. You know, oh, because oh, that, that's okay. why people buy Nintendo consoles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, like you know, the thing is, the one, the maybe two a year. I mean, and and the top tier franchises. You know, the thing is, it's like they they quickly had Reggie say something about Metroid. So I'm sure they they heard enough people oh, asking, yeah. you know. What Believe you, me, they've been hearing it for a while. They've been hearing it for a long time. <laughs> so I mean, like, you know, we'll we'll see. I'm not I'm not buying a Switch uh, right now. All right. So when I when hate, I hate, when I see here to question mark still, you're still on the fence. When I see Mario come out, um, that'll 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 definitely tell me whether I'm buying one or not. When Mar- when I get when I, when I get wearing you down slowly. When I when I get my hands on with Mario, I'll decide whether or not I want one or not. I I have to buy a pro controller. I'm not sure. I, I mean, like tablet mode is great. I actually I really like how, how those Joy Cons feel on tablet mode, but squished onto that little tiny thing. I don't I don't nah, not a big fan. Uh, does your friend have a pro controller? Oh, uh, he does not. 
Okay, I don't either because it was eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So, but I. So, I mean, I'm happy with the controls as they are right now. But I do like it tablet mode. You're right. It's fun. I just like playing it on the TV better. So I don't mind the controller for right now because I love how Zelda looks on the TV. It's, oh yeah, it's beautiful. But um, but yeah, we're, I guess we're gonna wrap it up and call and call it a, call it a day. But we had a great episode. I think we talked about a lot of different things. Uh, all Nintendo, but that's okay. Um, you know, it's of the season right now, so it's expected. And um, yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to this. And if you guys have any questions or you want to hear about something specific or um, you want to give us shout-outs, uh, do it on Twitter at, at GameGravy or join our public Facebook community um, on Facebook called GameGravy. And we'll talk to you then. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. See you. See you.